Hey folks, it's Dr. Sam Byrne, and I'd like to welcome you to another iClarity podcast. I'm really excited to be here today. I'm going to be answering questions, and uh, I want to start off by reading an email that I received recently from one of my uh, patients. Dear Dr. Sam, I hope all is well with you. I just wanted to update you on my macula issue. I saw the ophthalmologist at the VA yesterday, and again, he could not find any fluid or blood in the macula. I asked him when was the last time there was any fluid in there, and he said there hasn't been any fluid behind the macula since 2015. As you can imagine, this made me feel great. Also, during my morning walks, when I look around, things look crystal clear in both eyes. This amazes me. Anyway, thanks again for all your help and advice. Sincerely, George. Well, thank you, George. Uh, You've been uh, a faithful patient of mine for many years. And just a little backstory on George. He was diagnosed with a wet macular degeneration back in 2013. He lives in California. And I was teaching at the Esalen Institute. And uh, he contacted me and I said, well, why don't you come down to my retreat? And he said, well, I usually don't do those kinds of things. And I said, well, this would be an opportunity for you to be around like-minded people It's a five-day workshop, and I believe that I could help you reduce some of your symptoms of the wet macular degeneration. Now, he was getting uh, injections monthly, and he'd been doing so for about a year and wasn't getting uh, the results he was looking for. So he came down to the Esalen Institute, and, you know, I worked with him as I did with the entire group for five days, and I put him on a protocol to support his macula. We changed his diet, uh, added uh, some some good antioxidants and also some of my eye exercises. And within a period of about six months, he went back to his ophthalmologist who was amazed that the fluid had reduced by about uh, 90%. And so we tweaked his protocol and... uh, By the beginning of 2014, he was free of uh, needing the injections. His uh, wet macular degeneration had completely gone away. And so this check-in that he had with me recently was just an affirmation that he could improve this situation and he could sustain it. So again, thanks, George, for reaching out and love hearing those stories. By the way, if you have a, a story where you've healed your eyes using my program, please send us an email. We'll, we'll put it up there either in my, on my website or I'll uh, talk about it on my podcast because we need to know. We need to know that you can actually improve your eyes and vision, that they don't have to just get worse with age. So the three questions today that I want to address, uh, and let's just dive into the first question. This is from a mom. She's got a 23-year-old daughter who's contracted shingles 
in June 2017. She's had it on her scalp, forehead, and ears, and then it went into her right eye. She is on her third eye specialist, and the inflammation and pressure is not normal. She also has a few autoimmune diseases. Do you have any suggestions? Well, thank you so much for the question. Let's start off here that uh, shingles, the, the medical diagnosis is called ophthalmic herpes zoster. And it usually occurs in elderly patients, although I'm seeing more and more younger folks developing uh, shingles. And I would say that uh, there's several reasons why we developed this particular painful condition. Uh, first of all, it could be due to um, stress and a compromised immune system, a systemic inflammatory climate that's going on in the body, uh, excessive amounts of gluten, dairy, and sugar. Also, dry eye can be a contributing factor. So if you're using digital devices, this can uh, exacerbate the uh, shingles or herpes zoster. Some of the symptoms can be things like pain, blurred vision, swelling, redness, uh, sores, um, eye sensitivity or light sensitivity. And so it's a pretty serious condition. It's also pretty difficult to get rid of. The standard medical approach is either to use cortical steroids, sometimes antiviral medications are used, um, and basically it, it's a problem that uh, is difficult to get rid of. So in terms of some things to consider, I'm going to bring in a study that was done. This was a study that was uh, performed in New Zealand on the, uh, the positive use of probiotics to improve the immune system. And in this study, uh, researchers found that uh, these folks that were involved in the study, these were actually rugby players, that they had a lower incidence of developing colds and flus when they supplemented with probiotics. And so one of the first places I would start in this situation would be to evaluate what's going on in the gut, gut health. You know, the gut reflects 70 to 80% of our neurological system, and that if we have an inflammation in the gut, it definitely could affect our brain and our eyes. Going to a functional medicine doctor, a holistic medical doctor who evaluates the intestinal health and can work with you to maybe offer you things like pre-probiotics or probiotic uh, supplements, increase the good microbiome in the, in the body, this would be a good place to start. This could also have an impact on the inflammation that's going on in the face and the eyes. And of course, I would consider an anti-inflammatory diet reducing gluten, dairy, and sugar. Any uh, white flour foods I would include in that as well. And in terms of the eyes, uh, I would consider uh, using some uh, eye drops, either homeopathic eye drops or MSM eye drops. You know, there have been some studies out there that show that MSM, which is a sulfur-based molecule, can be helpful in reducing inflammation. Uh, it certainly is something to consider in terms of, um, you know, reducing inflammation in that area. Uh, there's MSM gel. 
or MSM flakes that you can use also on the skin. Again, I think you have to be really careful, but um, certainly the MSM would be something that I might consider. Boosting your antioxidants uh, is another thing that I would definitely recommend. So things like lutein and zeaxanthin, beta-carotene, <clears throat> vitamin C, maybe astaxanthin, bilberry, taurine. You know, all of these antioxidants have been found to uh, reduce oxidative stress and improve uh, the ability to get rid of free radical damage. Uh, so these would be things that I would also consider. But I think it starts with the systemic inflammatory response and what's going on in the gut. Thank you so much for the question. I really appreciate it. All right, let's go to Sue. She is diagnosed with a condition called keratitis, and she's also suffering uh, severe dry eye. She's afraid to go to sleep because she may tear, uh, tear her cornea again. So it sounds like that the cornea was so dry that when she went to sleep, she actually... Uh, created an, an abrasion in the cornea and she wants to know whether she should use warm or cold compresses she started using a steroid uh, eye drop until she sees a corneal specialist okay sue thank you so much so let's let's jump into this question it is similar to the shingles question you know with any kind of uh, eye inflammation like uh, shingles or keratitis Again, we want to take a look at what's going on on a um, systemic level in terms of our, you know, gut health. And, you know, eating an anti-inflammatory diet, uh, one of the things that we're looking at right now is something we call the ketogenic diet. And in some of the research I've been looking at in terms of the keto diet, um, where we cut out the carbohydrates and we're going for really good fats and uh, really good proteins, that uh, this would be a really good strategy in terms of reducing the inflammation. And the more I read about the keto diet, the more I think that it has validity. Again, I like to work with a functional medicine doctor, somebody who uh, can do either a good blood test and look at some, some markers in terms of you know measuring your inflammatory response. But certainly... You know, this is a really uh, important strategy in any eye problem that's chronic and long go uh, ongoing. I would also take a look at, uh, you know, in terms of the eye health, of course, we're looking at things like um, what can you do to lubricate the eyes before bed? Uh, one of the eye drops that I love is called Ortho-K Thin, and this is, this is a homeopathic eye drop Orthokeratology is a, a treatment of uh, using hard contact lenses, and you actually sleep in the contacts, and they change the curvature of the cornea so that during the day you don't need lenses. But it can be a very painful uh, process, and so these homeopathic eye drops were created as a way to reduce the pain and inflammation in sleeping with these hard contact lenses. So using the Ortho-K Thin or the Ortho-K Thick eye drops, uh, these could be really good in terms of using them before bed and using the eye massage. Uh, these would be ways to keep the eyes lubricated or the eye bath. Uh, certainly these are very easy things that you could do. 
Uh, I also recommend my eye exercises like the palming and the palming humming. Uh, these are things that increase or improve the lymph function. You know, making sure you're getting enough hydration, uh, getting enough good fats in, in your diet, reducing your stress level, uh, taking a look at what prescription you might be wearing if you're using any digital devices. Uh, these would be things that I would start off with. You could use some MSM eye drops. A simple approach would be to take a couple of drops in a cold washcloth. I would definitely use a cold compress and put a couple of eye, uh, eye drops, MSM eye drops in that cold compress and putting it over the eyes because basically your eyes are... are um, very hot. They're very young. There's a lot of heat coming off your eyes. So you would definitely want to use more of a cold yin uh, temperature. Uh, you might consider also going for acupuncture to see if you could get your, your elementals in balance. But there's a lot that you could do in terms of supporting your corneas and reducing some of the symptoms of keratitis naturally. So best of luck. Final question today is from a woman named Denise, and she's suffering from a vitreous detachment. She's looking at alternatives to heal her vitreous. I guess uh, one of the things that was uh, promoted for her was to do uh, vitreous detachment surgery. And in that surgery, she was looking at some of the side effects, things like cataracts, retinal detachment, bleeding, infections, more floaters. So she's looking for some help. All right, Denise, let's talk about hyaluronic acid. This actually is a mucopolysaccharide, and it lives in many places in the body, but one of the places that it lives is the vitreous of the eye. This is the jelly-like part of the eye. And as we age and we lose our hydration and oxygenation in the vitreous area, what begins to happen is this hyaluronic acid begins to shrink and it starts to pull away from the retina. And this is the beginning of uh, floaters and the possibility of a vitreous detachment. So hyaluronic acid is something that um, you can use as a supplement as a way to boost your vitreous. Now, of course, some other things that I would suggest and recommend would be my eye exercises that work on improving the eye circulation and the lymph. I would consider uh, using MSM eye drops with uh, the eye massage. I think that <clears throat> I would also consider the uh, super antioxidant called astaxanthin. I think that astaxanthin coupled with hyaluronic acid and MSM could be a good combination. You know, there have been actually been studies on the benefits of MSM as an anti-inflammatory agent and it oxygen, oxygenates and moisturizes uh, all the eye tissue, but can be very supportive to the vitreous. And I would make sure you're taking a lot of, you know, eye nutrient antioxidants. Um, I would consider 
you know, boosting any uh, probiotics and taking a look at your inflammatory situation in your gut. I always say stress, trauma, and toxicity are three things that you can take a look at in terms of, you know, reducing those stressors that can improve your eye circulation and your oxygenation and hydration. So these would be the strategies that I would use, Denise, in terms of uh, seeing if you can um, improve your vitreous health. Uh, I would also caution you about doing the surgery because you're right, there are a lot of side effects that can go on. So that's my show for today. I want to thank you so much for tuning in. And until next time, um, take good care. Bye now. You're listening to a podcast with Dr. Sam Byrne. To learn more about his seminars and workshops, visit his website, www.drsambyrne.com. The Byrne Method is a trademarked signature of Dr. Sam Byrne for his workshops, seminars, books, and DVDs. The information presented in this podcast is in no way intended as a substitute for receiving professional medical care. The design and purpose for this podcast is to provide information for educational purposes only. Dr. Byrne and his guests have no liability or responsibility to any person or entity for loss, damage, injury caused, or allegedly caused through the information, exercises, suggestions, explorations, or written responses presented in this podcast. Dr. Byrne is not a medical authority and his guests are not qualified to diagnose or treat any disease or health problem. This podcast is not a substitute for medical care. Dr. Byrne's information is only his personal opinion. If you have any health problem, please seek medical care for whatever condition you may have.